I got a lot of Lady Gaga in my head today, Frankie C. So a little extra juice on this episode, I think. Not, nothing wrong with that. I'm on the edge of glory. Hanging on a podcast a with you. face. <laughs> um, just dance. Weird things happening. There's a There was a bank collapse, the worst since the 08, 09 fiasco. Uh, the Chris Rock, Will Smith Like a financial drama. collapse or, or yeah. a physical collapse? Oh. Financial. Financial. Got it. Uh, Chris Rock and the Will Smith drama continues, plus uh, Oscar costs. Like, we have to talk about how much the Oscars are costing. I think it's hysterical. Uh, Pedro Pascal and his crazy coffee order is, like, breaking the internet. And uh, there's worms raining down in China. What? Yep. Is it like worm NATO? I don't think it's worm NATO. It's weird when shit happens in other parts of the world because you can't confirm it. Like you just can't. Yeah, I mean, what, what's what's what are you, what's your sauce on source on this? Sauce. I well, there's pictures of it, there's video of it, and is it worms or is it just like shit from trees? Um, there's people on both sides of the argument making an argument, basically saying, and I'll give you the reason why people think it's actually worms. It's kind of crazy and ridiculous. Uh, but the photographs we are that? weird. Hmm? Can we start with that? No, let's tease it. Let's tease it all the way through. You, suck. Um, you worm tease? Yeah, I'm a big worm tease. I'm a huge worm tease. Hold on, Frankie. See, I got to say goodnight to my children. Good night, beautiful. Ah, uh, to Frankie C. Yeah, Uncle Frankie. Give me a kiss. All right. Good night, guys. I'll see you tomorrow morning. All right. Sorry. Important stuff. You really have to learn. You got to learn how to change whatever that. Yeah. You change that picture. I did it once, and now I don't know it's where kidding. it is. I know. Okay. I know. Um, all right. To the top story of the day, uh, Silicon Valley Bank had a meltdown. In fact, uh, being described as a stunning collapse, the worst bank collapse since the uh, 08, 09 financial crisis. Uh, basically what happened is, and if people who don't know, Silicon Valley Bank is a 40-year-old bank. They primarily lend to startups and uh, tech companies. So Silicon Valley, okay. yeah, no, so you know, name works. Um, but right. they, go ahead. I was gonna say it's this one bank, just what went bankrupt. Is that is that a thing? What happened is is they reported a one point eight billion dollar loss on their bond holdings this week, and then everybody made a run on the bank. Yeah, so they all tried to pull their money out. Like it was kind of crazy. There was a uh, the the NYPD got called to the branch that was here in the city because people were like pounding down the doors to get their money out of Jeez. the bank. Yeah, yeah. ATM. <laughs> no shit. I mean, it's kind of weird. They're um, they're FDIC insured, right? So they're you know they're. Probably mostly everybody is going to be okay. They, you know, the Fed took them over. So everybody who was running the bank is out. The Fed's in charge. And they're going to, I guess, navigate their way through some sort of a sale. 
Um, All right. I mean, what else can you do? You hand it over. Now the government runs it? They had to. They had to stop trading. They had to do all, you know, because the thing, they, they when that kind of stuff happens, now you have to contain it. Because if it starts to leak, bleed out into other financial institutions, not a good thing. Happen? And and well, that's what happened to that's that's what was the 0809 collapse, right? Lehman and all these guys were all intertwined with each other. And when one fell, the next one fell, and then that was it. It started the whole, you know, the whole collapse the whole system so they got to figure this out it doesn't seem like people are too nervous but i can remember when like bear stern was starting to go under and everybody was like oh we're gonna be okay and then it was just six years of trying to recover from you know the housing crisis so i'm i mean keeping your, your money in a bank is it worth the you know point whatever percent interest you get a year i mean put it in your put it in your mattress it'll be it'll be fine well, you know what's crazy? Like, safe. no, no real rich people put their money in a bank. I mean, they put it in a bank, but not like the bank like you and I use. No, it's a bank that's like twelve stories underground, and like guarded by, you know, people all dressed in one color and like with guns and shit. Yeah, because like I bond type bank. Yeah, because I forget what I think it's like two hundred and fifty thousand or like five hundred. I don't know. There's some number that it's that your bet your your account is insured up to, and then after that, that's it. So if if you got a millionaire on your hands, that money is in some other financial institution. They're doing something else with it, other than like you know just going to the bank. That's why they're taking your money and they're investing it in stuff. And do you see anything with it? Well, I mean, all banks are doing that, right? All banks are doing that, and you're getting a whatever two percent or whatever it is on it. But yeah, those guys are doing they're doing bigger things in other banks. That's why I don't know if you remember. I think it was Stephen Cohen, but a couple of years ago, he went to the ATM and took out. There's an ATM. There's a Capital One bank in East Hampton, mm-hmm. and I think it was Stephen Cohen. I could be wrong, but anyway, it was some rich person. But he took money out of the ATM, and it showed he had like like i don't know 40 million dollars in the bank like it was on his receipt like 40 million dollars <laughs> there's something crazy something. like that yeah and people were like what is he doing with all that money but he has so much money he could put 40 million dollars into a capital one account it's not that big of a deal like he doesn't give a shit yeah i'm sure he's got multiple banks i'm sure it's not all in one place 100 <laughs> percent. right if you're if you're a billionaire i don't think you put all billion whatever dollars into one place that that would be kind of foolish yeah, no, you spread it around. Uh, thank you, Robin. Yeah, $250,000 of your money is, is federally insured. So anything over that, you can lose if shit goes down. Really? Um, I feel like, so even billionaires, they could lose it all just because the bank goes, goes tits up? Well, but they, they, they're in different things. Yeah, so I mean, if they're, but if they're in, invested, they're in different like financial institutions that are giving them different rates of return on investments and all kinds of other stuff. I don't know. I'm not a millionaire. I don't know exactly no, entirely I, how it works. I feel like if I have, if I have up $2 billion, 250000 of it is insured and never, the rest is all, oh, well, we lost it. No, in those other banks, it's a bit of a different thing. But in the FDIC, the 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 Fed, they will 
guarantee your 250,000. You can never lose that. That will be there. Yeah, but if I've got a billion, I'm like, the 250,000? Really? Thanks. Like a, like a bank can't just it's close up. to a billionaire. Yeah, no, but like a bank can't just close up or SVP can't just like go out of business and then you're shit out of luck. You lost your 250K. You, they, they can't do that. The, Fed, the, the federal government ensures that you can get that money back. No, I get that. I get that. But what I'm saying is if I have a billion dollars in that bank, I'm only insured for up to 250000 Well, that's why nobody nobody in their right mind except for crazy billionaires would put anything over $250,000 into a consumer bank, a Capital One or a Wells Fargo. You know, they just wouldn't do that. They would go into... Merrill Lynch or, you know, one of the financial institutions, they, they give it to them to hold their money. So good question from Mercury. You you need it. Yeah. Go ahead. Good question from Mercury seven here. You mean you don't have your money at a Swiss bank account? That's, that's not what I said. I just said, I don't have a million of it. Don't worry about where my money is and what country's holding it. Right. I, I would put my money in a big Scrooge McDuck like vault. To swim in it. You know, just, Swim in it. I mean, some. I mean, you know, jump in naked. Whatever you want to do with it, it's in the vault. Put it in the vault. It's in the vault. Frank, listen. You have nothing to worry about. Uh, my money and the podcast show money is invested in Bitcoin, so we are fine. There's no oh, reason for concern. We're set. We're golden. <laughs> Uh, our good buddy Brian the Cannabatton, dating in the Hamptons tip. Hit the ATM trash bin for a receipt that shows a high balance when giving your phone number. Play it off and write your phone number on the back. That is a solid, solid tip. Solid tip. So lie. Got it. Yeah. Always lie. lie. Well, just lie. Okay. Mm. Got it. You know, it's funny. Easy I'm trying enough. to. I wonder if Brian remembers that story because it was a big story that they found that ATM receipt. But here's the other fun thing about the East Hampton ATM. You know how every ATM lets you choose like twenty dollars, like twenty dollars is the basic, you know, yeah. denomination. The 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 default in in East Hampton is a hundred dollars. You can't take out less than a hundred. I'm not sure if you can. You might be able to, but the thing it defaults to is a hundred dollar denomination. That's funny. Yeah. It's yeah. like those high it's like those high stakes tables in a casino. It's like, who's going over there? Yeah. They're always empty. Why even have them? For the maybe one person a year that comes by. And it's like, I'm gonna spend a million dollars here. No, the worst is when you go sit at like a ten dollar blackjack table and then like three minutes pass and then they change the little plate and it's like fifty dollar minimum. And you're like, What what happened? I was no, the worst is when you're sitting there, you're sitting there at a ten dollar table and you've got fifty dollars on a hand, and the guy next to you has ten dollars on the hand and he takes forever to make his move. He's like, ah, what do I do here? I don't, I don't know. Just anything, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? It's like you, like you, you're acting like you got a thousand dollars on this hand. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. They're sitting there with eighteen, going, maybe I'll get a three, and you're like, I should be able to murder you right here. <sighs> Without any defense. Yeah, that should be legal. Right? That should be fine. Could you go to the camp, Your Honor. Just look at the ex the dealer. He was he was there. He, he was a, he was contem- Did he hit on eighteen? No. And it's not the point. He was contemplating hitting on eighteen, and that was enough. He said it out loud. He said <laughs> the words out loud, and that was it. I had to take him down for the good of everybody in the casino. <laughs> 
All right, speaking of gambling, here comes our gambling expert, and that's Jay Sabs. What up, Jay Sabs? Ow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What are you, J-Sabs, what is, snake eyes. what's the high roller J-Sabs playing with when you sit down at the blackjack table? What are you going down with? Um, I don't go down at the table with less than 500. What are you playing at the $10 J-Sabs. table? What, first oh. of all, what is your game at the casino? It's the same game as my lovers. Crap. My, okay, my pretend, my pretend lover, who I wish was my lover, but it's not my lover. You know poker. who. Is He's 70. Jesus. Yeah, no, I get it. Right. You, you, you don't play. I have no idea. You don't know what game he plays? Poker? No. He plays Let It Ride. He uh, plays Let It Ride. Which is what you're I hoping he says it. to you one day. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Got it. Got it. I mean, yeah, if that, only. That's an annoying game. You either hit one really good hand, mm-hmm. or you sit there and, and you lose it everything really fast. I mean, yeah, really I fast because you play. That's why I like, like it for the 15, thrill. You're betting like forty-five dollars on one hand, and it's like, uh, it's it's insane. Not good. Mm. Uh, Jay Sams, any truth to the rumor that you only go to Atlantic City for the homeless people? <laughs> no, there's plenty enough here nowadays. But um, <laughs> thanks Biden. But um, <laughs> thanks COVID. But um, thanks Frouchy. But um, where's the thanks Trump? Oh, there was a whole lot of less homeless people when he was in office. Who Trump? Mm, I don't think. That's yeah. True. <laughs> uh, why don't you? Why don't we call up our friend who's in charge of the homeless right now in the city? Shall we? He's in charge of the homeless. Well, he. Uh, That's why it's going so poorly now. (laughs) Is that his official title? I'm in charge of homeless people. You know what's funny, though? Doesn't it? I wonder if other people feel the same way. Like when you see your friend who you can only view as the biggest schmuck you know, and that goes for every one of my friends, these two included. Thanks. When you look at them and you go, what is your job? And they're like, oh, I like I oversee like six people. And you're like, really? Like they let you oversee six people? That's what you're doing? I don't doing? know what most of my friends do. <laughs> <laughs> I, Is it I like um, I would fail like, that test. You have no idea. Do you know what Anthony does? <laughs> well, like, I know what Anthony I wanna does. I want to know something, you, Frank. What do you do? You don't want to know what Frank does. You don't want to Do you know. still do what I thought you did years ago? Probably. What I was going to say. Doing the same job that you did a couple years ago. When yeah. you were yes, talking he, about with my friend who worked there doing the same job. He's not supposed to talk about his other radio Probably. work on this thing. So, yes. Why not? Because yeah, he's, he's just not. Just to avoid issues. This is not even the same thing. It's not That's even the why. same thing. I mean, this Whatever. is better. Just take but... our word for it. Anyway, what I was going to say was, it's like, we know a pharmacist and I'm kind of like, I've seen you gamble. 
I don't know how they're letting you dole out. Like, I've seen you raise 1,500, and there's only 1,200 chips there. So I don't know why we're letting you count pills and give it to old people. That's, That's a good point. Right? Um, You know how, like, they always say, um, I mean, on Friends, Chandler, you never knew what he did. Like, would you, ha- would you happen to know what he did right now if I asked you? No. No. Well, I mean, I don't know what your husband does. I mean, I know he tells people to restart his computer. But he doesn't even do that anymore. That's very vague. I, 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 yeah, no idea then. I don't know what your brother does, and he's explained it to me at least 12 times. Right. You know, and, and I don't really get it. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's doing something illegal. I'm fairly certain it's not legal. I, I am very I'm, interested in people, sorry, in people's careers. So I happen to know pretty much every friend of mine what they do. Because I'm, in, I'm interested I, in people. I have a vague idea of what your brother-in-law does. No. That's probably it. What do you mean vague? Say, what do you think he does? Say it. He, uh, can I say it? Yeah. He rents uh, construction equipment. No. Or He rents out construction <laughs> That's equipment. what I was going to say. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what he does. Um, well, let's see. I know he used to do that. I don't know if he's actually the service manager anymore, which is like when those trucks break down, he's in charge of like getting people to fix them. So maintenance on this, on the equipment that he, that they rent out. Sort of. Right. So it was in the ballpark, but you don't know either. No, I think, I think, I think I'm right, but (laughs) I know. I know. Oh, 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 he's bringing in the big guns tonight. Damn right. Um, did you know what I used to do? No, I still don't know what you used to do. You know what Steal my previous... salads. <laughs> no, that was my younger, yeah, younger days. You don't know what I like. My most previous job. You don't know what I did. I thought you worked for a company that made screws. That's what I thought. I don't. Am I right? Did you do that at one point? I worked for a company that bought aerospace hardware and we we distributed it so we were distributor of aerospace hardware see look at frank's face that is my what the fuck how is that even a thing what is that how does that happen so you you buy it from people who make the airplane equipment and give it to the airlines we can't they just buy straight from um I don't, I you know what? We're so, because we didn't just uh, sell one specific kind. We sold so many different things that some people just make screws, some people just make nuts, some people just make bolts. So I know it's it's very and believe believe you me, I'm not even kidding you. I worked in Manhattan. I worked on Wall Street. I worked in fashion. This job was i had the hardest boss at this job on long island Come yeah because on. he had a screw loose <laughs> <laughs> but <I'm... laughs> no don't see that kind of thing you got to ignore it and and hope i know and just i should have right because look at he's gonna be bit. fucking laughing for five minutes <laughs> can't you can't give, give that attention no uh miss justice anthony told frank to have more attitude last episode that's true i did say that Wait, I did. that's yeah. true and he's it's coming he did yeah you he, still didn't say what i did 
I thought you did screws. I thought screw you were the, you. That's what you do. The screwdriver guy. Oh, I'm in the. I used to say I'm in the screw business. <laughs> yeah. You no. made sure the weirdo girl with the hot so dog sell... machine didn't get out of control. That was your job. <laughs> that is one. That is one of my. You sell things. airplane parts to airlines. Is that what it is? Yeah, but what was my job? Oh, you were like a, I don't know. You were the owner, assistant to the regional like manager. The, guy, the the <laughs> right. So no, no, she was I, the assistant regional manager. Yeah, I was the owner's assistant. So basically, there you go. Whatever, controlling the hot dog lady was one. Yeah. Um, taking How the hot dog lady. Business. It's a whole business. How many people worked in your office? Between 12 and 15. You would think you'd need two people to do this. I mean, how does 15 people right. have a job? Like, so here's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing. Thank you, Mercury. There's Go a ahead. company that makes. There's maybe, I don't know, 10 companies that make airline parts. And you go, all right, company A, we don't like your stuff. Company B, yours is good. We'll buy that. Hey, let's sell it to to American Airlines. You you want this part? No. I, I don't, what do you, isn't it the same stuff every time? And how many new airplanes? I've never seen a new airplane. They're all from the 70s. <laughs> so is it just like repair parts? What do you, Stop flying Spirit new Airlines, Frank. <laughs> never. Um, I want to be on a plane where if there's too many people, it's, not, it's too heavy. We got to get you off. That's the airplane I want to be on. It's not just aerospace, I should say that. And there's probably, oh my, there's thousands, believe it or not, there's thousands of companies that make these things. So it's not only that, it's like- I understand um, making it. Yep. I know there are companies that make the parts and then there are companies that need the parts, but you're in the middle of that, right? Yep. And you need 15 you people go, hey, to be like, that makes the parts. hey, we've got these parts. You, you want to buy these parts? You need 15 people for that? There was only about maybe five salespeople. But here's the thing. I won't say they're salespeople because to, for me personally, to be a salesperson, you have to go out for business. They were more customer service. Everything that we, we got was incoming. We never so went out for business. They needed so many plane screws that the phone was ringing off the hook at all times. No, not at all all right, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you an old Seinfeld joke question. Oh God, let's see if I get it. Do airplanes have keys? Oh God, <laughs> no. Do you need to start the plane, or is it just flicking switches? I. Hmm. Uh, um, it's just flicking I'm switches. Sure, I think, like a prop plane, has like a key, probably like a little one-person plane probably has a key i don't know or is it is that just flicking switches i don't know but like i said we didn't just do airplanes we did like um like stuff that went into machine tanks and like government contract stuff no joke she um, wasn't just guns. an importer frank she was an importer exporter importer exporter <laughs> i got you we wanted to quit the importing and focus solely on the export yeah. that's right that's right so yeah and then also like uh, right. Military guns and you know, you basically like anything military. So you sold weapons to Al Qaeda. So probably. Okay. So if I made some kind of part and I called you up and said, "Can you sell this to an airline?" Would that be good? 
Or I have to be some kind of reputable person that makes things. Um, reputable. I can't just make a, yeah. make a plane part. No. That's crazy. I uh, my tires off my car and be like, put this on a plane. Paul K. in Utah, I worked where they make the airplane waste tanks. Now that's a shitty job. <laughs> but I'm... Mm. Oh, I say this all God, the time. That... Again, you ignore that. I know. I'm sorry. The company I used to work for, the 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 radio company, the owner was a her family was a billion they were billionaires and i remember the day i found out like how they made their money and it was through cardboard boxes and i was like the person who was telling me i was like did they like invent like a better cardboard box or something was there like a a leap in the cardboard box and they were like no they just make cardboard boxes i'm like you just make them and you make a billion dollars like yep basically that's basically what it what it all comes down to. I think they sold the I think like they made the cardboard that like the Big Macs came in. So they had like an endless supply, you know, so there was people buying they were moving fucking cardboard around. But right. still, I that seems see that. like that's like a weird thing to get make but money. Everything off comes of. in boxes, man. Everything. Anything is there's always boxes being shipped all over the place. That's I feel like that's like a never ending Yeah, the Amazon you know, and then, better than cardboard. What are, what are we doing? And then I go, are they so they sell like cardboard nationwide? And the person was like, no, only in the Midwest. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, they, they only have the Midwest and they're pulling in a bill? It's fucking crazy. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no way you grow up saying, I'm going to sell a car. That's a, that's a job you fall into somehow. Yeah. And yet you're a billionaire now. Yeah. That's not Which, a dream job, but you do it and you make a billion dollars. Makes you feel like, do you, should we work so hard moving these airplane screws around so much? You know? Mm-hmm. You think no. they're just regular <laughs> screws or like special air, airplane screws? I don't know. Ask her. She like, knows. Can you go in there with a Phillips head or is it like a special airplane um, tool you need for that? Um, th- Some of them did take that. We did get requests for that, but the sizes were more important. Size matters. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> the sizes were more than. You know, many, many, many years ago, I'm saying like 30 years ago, maybe, my uncle, they, you know where they, where they live. They live in, next to an airport and planes take off right over the, the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. He found a bolt in his pool. Oh wow, that sucks. <laughs> Jeez, yep. Yeah. We sold them. We bought those too and sold those too. So he was swimming one day and there it was, sitting at the bottom of his pool, a gigantic bolt off of a plane. Damn. Didn't that, didn't that suck? That's God scary. knows what that went to. Yeah, that's Oops. scary. Yeah. Uh, Frank, can you sell her the th- sink thingies? I only had one and that is, it is gone. It did not make the kitchen renovation. Oh, don't you think it's amazing, though, that like a plane never crashed in our neighborhood growing up? People don't know. We, close, though. It, yeah. All three of us lived right near JFK Airport and there would be a plane passing over our houses. What would you say? Every 20 minutes. Yep. What? I was going to say three or four planes. Minutes. I was going to say 10 minutes. But... Yeah. I mean, there was 20 planes in an hour. Like, you know. Well, right over our neighborhood, you know, 
you'd see planes way up in the sky, but I'm talking about the low ones that are coming in for landings or taking off. Yeah. I'd say once every <sighs> 15, 20 minutes. It's kind Crazy. of weird. Where was the one that crashed? That was where? In the Rockaways? Bell, Bell Harbor? The Rockaways, Bell Harbor. Bell Harbor, yeah. Then that was what? How many months after 9-11 was that? Um, it was like three or four months. Yep. I think it was like that November or December. Sounds. I think it was December maybe. I, I said it here before, but of, I was going to school during that time, and the girl who I was going to school with, her mother and her aunt died on that. On the sec- on that plane, the Bell Harbor yep. plane? They were yeah. on the plane? Yep. And God. they tried to suspend her from school. I told her, I'll never forget this. I That was my little Elwood's moment where I was like, um, we need to petition this because I guess in college, the rule is if you are out more than 10 days in a row, you cannot, you have, that's it. You're done for that semester. Meanwhile, the girl had to go to Dominican Republic and like have the funeral and wake there. So I think it was like 12 days that she missed and they tried to like kick her out. We were like, um, no, 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 no. Do you realize what just happened? Have some kind of, have some kind of soul. Yeah. Right. Bastards. Right. So. That's ridiculous. But anyway, we won. We so, won. You saved her? You saved her college career? I did. I did. What does she do today? Is she curing cancer or is she a drug dealer? Probably a drug dealer. But, damn. You had no way of knowing. (laughs) She's a drug dealer with a college degree. Yeah, because of you. (laughs) Yeah. I remember I was at St. John's. I remember when that plane went down. Somebody walked in and goes, the plane crashed in in the Rockaways. And I was like, are you sure it was the Rockaways? And the guy was like, I don't know. I read my bag. Oh, God. Yeah, I grab my bag and the teacher's like, where are you going? I go, I fucking live in, I don't want to say where, but, and they, and they were like, it's like, so they, he says to me, he goes, so what What can you do about it? I'm like, are you, I'm fucking leaving. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not yeah. sitting here, you know, and I don't know what's going on or where the hell this is, you know, and this is what, 2001, 2002? You know, that, that is, I think, I'm pretty sure it, it is a conspiracy about that plane too that it was shot down yeah right yeah yeah so that one and the twa one remember twa was it 800 that crashed it took off from jfk and crashed all the way out here on the eastern of long island people say they still to this day they say they saw something go up there and hit that plane yep yeah i believe it it's weird crazy 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 stuff but i remember like you said like when they first said that plane went down Everyone like immediately is like, oh, terrorist, another terrorist attack. But then they're yeah, like, absolutely. no, no, That's just what whatever. Did they ever find out why? It's an insane. Wyatt. Nonsense. I have no yeah. idea. Crazy. Who, who's Wyatt? What? The, well, how the, did, why did the, uh, the Bell Harbor one go down? Oh, was what, what was the reason why they, yeah. I don't know. Was it a bird strike? I don't know. I don't remember. Mm. Don't Bird remember. strike. I thought something just happened with the engine or something, and it just, it just was trying to take off, and it just lost power or something. But yeah. I understand. Well, that was twenty years ago. I'll just say the last few weeks with airplanes, they have not had good luck at all. Damn. Why? I mean, airplanes kind of crashing into each other on the runway. There's been a few. 
Yeah, you know, we didn't talk about that one. Was it the FedEx one or whatever? I forget what it was. But there was one that totally ignored the tower's warnings. Oh, right, and then they crashed on that island, and that guy survived for, like, years. That's not... (laughs) What? What? Wait, you want to hear something funny? On the way back from from Minnesota, I... uh, the TV actually worked and that movie was on. And as we're literally taking off, it's crashing. Cast away. Yes. And I was like, I can't believe this. Ugh. And then I was like, well, what if I shut it off? Then it's bad luck. <laughs> so I had to watch it. People behind me were probably like, you fucking asshole watching this now. Ugh. Oh, I so had you didn't to have a choice. You had, that was, that was the only thing being shown. No, but I felt, I felt like if I turned it off, then it would be bad luck. No, but I mean that was it was just watch this one movie or watch nothing. No, no, it was on cable. It it was on like... ca- no, it was on cable. It was on cable, yeah. and I was like, that was an all-time line. I felt like if I turned it off, it would be bad luck. Yeah, exactly. Hello, uh, EVH has a very good question, and I already know my answer. Would you help break up a fight with a crazy guy on a plane? A hundred percent. Go ahead. <laughs> well, we analyzed the, the last the last fight. Which, if anybody didn't see the big one, was this guy stood up and what do you have in his hand? Like a pen? A metal spoon. A metal spoon. Okay, even worse. And he started threatening everybody, talking about how he was going to kill everybody, and then he charged the cockpit. Yep. And then, like people, like eventually, like was it was it one of the stewardess, the one of the flight attendants that like tackled him, and then eventually, like a bunch of people jumped on him. Yeah. Nice. So what happened with that guy? Was he like a just some nut job or was yeah. he? Yeah, of course he had like, you know, like... a lot of priors for like, uh, I think one of them was stalking. And I was like, oh, because that reminded of me of our stalking conversation too the other day. Uh... But I'll tell you right now. Was this like a pl- was this like a planned attack by like a group or was it just this lone guy? Out it was being nuts? a lone guy. Yeah, it was a lone guy, and but it was like right after the other guy who was in the airport screaming the Eminem song at the top of his lungs to the cop who just wanted him to, I forget, leave or just be quiet or whatever. The, the guy was like screaming, take a stand and all this crazy shit. People are I, fucking wacky. Here's my question. Are there still air marshals on every plane with a gun? Yeah, sure. You know, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think so either. I don't think so. There might there be, but... Are. I I think I think post nine eleven there was one on like every fucking flight and now I just don't I think, think it's you know I think they are. every time I fly I try to look at everyone's face on the plane to see who's the air marshal, who I think of the air marshal is <laughs> I love it it's hard to figure out because you never know it is but um I there actually my sister in law sent me they are hiring for that. And I would love that job. Yeah, Martin. How, cool, how cool would that be with me with a loaded gun taking <laughs> down a terrorist on the plane? I mean, I could fucking see the. See, I don't ball. think they'd hire you because you're the person that's hoping for for someone <laughs> to go crazy on a like plane. This in my seat. You're like, all right, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do this. No, you you want there to be nothing happening so you don't have to do anything. That's the <sighs> you, goal. You didn't answer if you would rush the crazy guy on the plane. All right, I'll tell you. I know Anthony wouldn't, but go ahead. No, here's my answer. I 1,000% would, and I'll tell you why. There's some sort of... Get more podcast viewers? Go ahead. 
<laughs> the what? What? Get more podcast viewers. Yeah, I'd be screaming <laughs> the website on the. Anthony <laughs> no, but I'll tell you why. Because if you're at a bar or if you're on a street corner or wherever, nobody gives a shit because everybody can leave. Nobody has skin in the game. But on an airplane, I think if you jump oh, yeah. up, you're more likely to have three or four people right behind you. So I have a lot more. I don't know what that is, but I think there's some sort of airplane confidence where if you jump in, people are going to jump in with you because they don't want this guy to fucking take the plane down. You get more, it, you get bigger balls is what you're saying. Yeah. You put the same fight, same guy, same everything at a bar. You jump in. There's a chance that nobody will help people you. People walk away. People leave. People go, yeah. nope, I'm staying out of this. But yeah. If someone goes crazy on a plane, anybody who can is probably going to jump in. Like Frank, if you would? No. I would if I if if it's someone if I can get to some the guy before someone else does, or even if I if not I'd get up and try, you know if the guy is uh, you know ten twelve uh, seats ahead of me, and someone tackles him I'll or, you know or no one's going after him I'll go after him, what am I, you know it's either I get him, or he gets you know either he takes over the plane, and something really bad happens or it just happens to me. And someone else takes care of him. So either way, right? I'm going after him. You know how I know would because and not even think about it because when my boss almost had a fight with that guy in the car dealership, I stepped between. I don't know. Just it just I didn't even think. I just came between him and grabbed him away from the guy, and I was like, pretty you know, impressed with myself after that. I was like, all right, Janine, you uh, you stopped a fight right there. But I would definitely, I would love to just tackle someone in the middle of an airplane. Plus an airplane is easier too, because you know, they don't have a weapon on them for the most part. It's, yeah, exactly. You know, they want their know. security. They, so yeah, but right. they could a weapon out of almost, you know, out of anything, a pen, like you said, anything could be. I think I would have laughed at that guy if he jumped up in front of me with a fucking spoon. I'd be like, what are you going to do? Spoon us to death? What's, what are you doing? Sit down. If it's metal, it's probably, it's not harmless. The guy, I, you know, you he wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't sound scary though to me. He sounded funny when he was talking. Like it was almost like, come on, dude, like really? Like it was a joke. Like, uh. but listen. Well, people, for the most part, when someone gets into a fight, I always go, oh, you just look stupid. But if it's, you know, like fights to me, the two people involved in a fight just look really dumb. But this is different. This is someone. If someone jumps up and if it's a fight between two people, you know, it has nothing to do with the airplane and they're not trying to take over, then maybe I'll let other people get it. You know, whatever. But if it's like some guy jumps up and is ready to take the plane down, I'm sure everybody's going to tackle him. I'd, I'd jump in. Well, I said this when we were talking about it off the air, like the fact that that guy ran up 14 rows and not one person stuck their leg out is beyond right. me. I would have definitely like. Oops. Yeah, once you do that, you you got to be prepared to hold him down. You got to take him out because if he trips, gets up, and 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 you're still strapped in, you know, yeah. you still got your seat. You didn't manage to undo your seatbelt yet. You kind of screwed. But no, if it's a fight, you got to break up a fight on a plane. I, I I would jump up if two people are fighting and it has nothing to do with me. If it's just shouting, I would say something. 
But if it's a physical fight, yeah, you got to break that up before it gets out of hand. I don't think it's a lie. I don't think Frank would get involved. Really? I think he would put a blanker over himself like he was just not there. I was sleeping. What happened? It was a fight. Ah, oh, I wish I would have seen that. Wait, didn't you that. say he does something funny on the plane, uh, Anthony? What, throw up? Yeah. <laughs> that is, if you think throw up's funny, up. then yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you could throw up on the guy. That would stop him. I that would be. Send it. Just projectile. Wait, you get sick on planes? Not anymore. Uh, I used to. Uh, but I get motion sickness pretty easily. If I have, if I have food in my stomach and... Something's got, you know, I'm on a plane or I'm like a passenger in a, in a car. I get motion sickness. But if I don't have anything really in my stomach, then I'll be fine. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time, this is for everybody. When was the last time you had a really pleasurable, enjoyable flight? Was it Minnesota uh, for you? Uh, going home from Minnesota because there was no turbulence. I was by myself. I got to watch um, the shows about the Murdoch uh, family, and I was, and the end, no one sat next to me. I was by myself in a three-row seat, a three-row, three-seat row. Yeah, I stretched out. That's How about pretty you? Good. I can't remember the last time I had a pleasure, uh, an enjoyable flight. I just, I don't. The seat is always just uncomfortable. I feel like I'm just not. You can't. I feel like it's rude to put the seat back. Am I am I alone on that? It is, but I do it. You do it. You see, you're a jerk. Especially if somebody, especially if the guy in front of me does it, then I'm like, yeah. I, I have nowhere to go. Right. Yeah. I want to be like the seat right in front of the emergency exit so there's no one behind <gasps> me. Oh, wait a minute. I completely forgot this. And I just remembered. Frank. Okay, we talked about having your... Uh, phone on airplane mode, right? Yeah. Let me tell you something. Going to Minnesota. Now, this is a smaller plane. It was only about 100 seats, right? Mm-hmm. I was talking to the flight attendant. She was like pretty often, right? Because it was really not many people on the plane. They didn't say anything about turning your phone off or turning it to airplane mode. So I was on my phone and I go, oh, I'm sorry. She goes, oh, doesn't really matter. And I was like, where's Frank? Where's Frank right what? now? Okay, where's Frank? Well, maybe something's changed because last time I was on a plane, they made a point to say, make sure all your electronic devices are turned off or your phones are turned to airplane mode. So the guy that I'm sitting, it was me, empty seat, and a guy, on his, he was on his laptop and he's got his phone and he's doing them. And I could see sending emails and stuff. I'm like... And we're literally going, moving towards the runway. And I'm like, dude, I said, so. and I told him. Oh, I would have punched you. Go ahead. I said, you, you know, you got to make sure, you know, you got that on airplane mode. He's, oh, yeah. And he closed it all up and he, he was nice about it. You said something to him? I did. Hey, don't you remember? Because I was like, that's a dick move. I, I do remember. That's I not do a remember. Dick move. I don't want, listen, there's a problem. I don't want it to be, ah, oh, shit. I should have told this guy. <laughs> It's, it's on me, guys. I saw it, and I didn't say anything. You didn't want to be on um, a deserted island playing with your um, Wilson? Volleyball. <laughs> that's, that's such a Larry David, Jerry Seinfeld bit, though. Yeah, like, everybody to. getting mad at you and not him. 
Yeah, you saw him and you didn't say anything. Yeah, but he's the one. What are you yeah. doing? No, I, I, that's what I, I felt. Almost, I almost felt like responsible. I was like, Oh, oh God, no. sees this guy. He's on his laptop. He's got his phone out, and he's like, Oh yeah, yeah blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know, we're we're taking off in a minute. Can you, you know, I forget. I don't remember <laughs> I can't exactly what you I said. That I don't remember exactly what I said, but I asked him. You know, like you got to turn that, you know, turn that off or whatever. I would have said, Mind said. your fucking neck. That's what I would have said. I would have said that. I don't know what mind your neck means, but mind your business. <laughs> Same I thing. Said, that, that is my business. Is that? I never heard mind your neck. <gasps> I've heard uh, mind your neck. I mean, I, think also, I, was... I don't want him screwing up a plane, a flight that I'm on. If I see something happening, I'm going to stop it. I think I was shocked the first time we talked about this, and I've forgotten about it. And I'm equally as shocked. I know. I can't believe he said. I know. Yeah. Why are you shocked? I don't know. I would. I could see you going like, <clears throat> like to the flight attendant, like, like this one over here. Like <laughs> this guy wouldn't. That would have been foreign. No, 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 no. Nah, not really. The flight attendant was nowhere near us. We we were in the middle of nowhere to land in the on the plane, and they, they were doing their presentation. You know the the whole that that stuff. And I, I was like, all right, I'm not going to get anybody's attention. We're about to take off, so I had to tell them. Also, Everybody like your. You're setting up like this. Imagine this guy has a whole laptop out and he's, you know, he's on his phone. I'm like, all right, this has got to stop. <laughs> I'm really surprised because I was going to say you're setting up like a really awkward two. How long was your flight? Two, three hours, whatever it was. Oh, we ignored each other the rest of the time. I had my, you know, I had my uh, uh, headphones on and I was watching the, the thing and he was he was fine. That was it. No, we didn't say a word to each other the rest of the ride, but there's a space. But we weren't like sharing an armrest or anything. There was some space between us, and we were fine. I bet you took a no picture of Frank and then put it on his Twitter. Be aware of the fucking um, cell phone police, <laughs> electronic police. Oh yeah, he was mad. He was mad. He wasn't gotta, mad when you said that. He could be mad all he wants. I gotta tell you, he was not. He was very. Very accommodating. He was, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. He turned everything off. When we flew down to Virginia Beach, they were like, you can't even have headphones in on takeoff. Oh, they were really? Like, Please put away all your electronic devices, like including headphones. They said it. And I, like, religiously. Yeah, your headphones like, plug into the to plug into the, the plane. Not, on, thing, not right? on this plane. Yeah, no, no, no. They didn't have that. Oh, all right. They don't really have that anymore where you plug headphones in or they give you a pair of headphones because everybody's got headphones with them. Yeah, Jet Blue. That's true. But I remember like I was on, they they handed them out. Did they? But I was on I was on Sunjet or whatever the fuck. What was the thing that Janine said before? Spirit? I was on Spirit. <laughs> yeah, I was we were flying the, you know, uh cheapo. But um yeah, because have I have the religious up at the front. I religiously have I was listening to. <laughs> No, as I was gonna say, I have to religiously listen to music when we take off. I have a, I have a superstition of listening to one song yeah. during takeoff, and if I can't, I I get a little panicky. Can we what guess song the song? Is it? You'll never I, guess. It's Dave Matthews. You'll guess the artist. You'll never guess the song. Yeah. <laughs> is it? <laughs> You'll guess the art. I don't know that. I can't. I I only know like three songs of his. So yeah, it wouldn't matter. If it's not ants marching, satellite, or whatever, learn to crash. fly, it's probably not crash. It's not crash. I don't think it's crash. It's not crash. <laughs> then I don't know. Yeah, 
Now it's a song called Crush. What's it called? Because it because I'll tell you what you're gonna make me close. say it. I'm gonna say it. Cause he says uh I I'm here dancing on the ground. Am I right side up or upside down? And that lyric always I was like, well, cause you when you're on the when you're on earth, you don't you're you don't you could be hanging off the upside down, you don't know. You know, like Aussie Annie right now is hanging upside down and she is walking on. No, to her, we're upside down. Exactly. Mm. So that weird, like, it all doesn't matter. Always like soothing. It was like very soothing during a plane takeoff. Plus got a really good baseline. I put that on. I'm fucking, I'm set. I'm good. I'm ready for takeoff. If your kids aren't screaming in your ear. Yeah, they are. But my, my, my wife's dealing with all that. She's handling it. Oh, it's a year and ass. Yeah, it's true. Like, don't Wait, I want to know what's that. To Dave Matthews. I want to know what sexy man Pedro, what his coffee is. Okay, great segue, J Sabs. Way to kill it in the hosting duties. Pedro Pascal, who I am think I think I'm like have I'm falling in love with him. A little bit of a um, man crush. The guy's currently carrying it. two streaming services on his back right now. Two, what, what's the other one? Disney? Disney. He's the Mandalorian. Right. So Disney and HBO. Plus okay. he was in... Disney okay. Show. Here's the thing. This is the first thing I've ever watched, The, the Last of Us, which I always want to call This Is Us. I don't I know why. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> My wife too. Same thing. So weird. This is the first thing I've seen him in, and now I can't not see him in everything. I know. He's like in commercials. He he's in on that. like TikTok. Yeah. He's on YouTube all the time. It's crazy. He's in that movie with uh, with Nicolas Cage, um, the unbearable right. talent of something or other. It wasn't which is, bad. Which is so funny because I remember watching the trailer and talking about that and having no idea who that other guy was. And now he's like so recognizable to me. It's like, oh, how did I miss Pedro yeah. Pascal in the fucking right. thing? Anyway, um, I, I, I watched him, dude, I watched him, comes up on my YouTube, him and John Favreau, who I would lick his balls today if he asked me to nicely. They're, nice. I guess, because Favreau works on The Mandalorian. They were Directed eating. And writes, I think. Yeah, they were eating food together. And which one was from, where is he from? Colombia? Peru. No. Not 100%. Peruvian, Hold on a minute. Not 100% sure. Chilean, I don't know. Somewhere, somewhere down in the middle of the, somewhere in this area of Central America. Chile and Chile. Chile. Is he upside down? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. See, I hated telling you. I'm gonna fucking hear that for the next 14 years. Yep. Everybody's <laughs> right set up, you idiot. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're they not. Are. The Earth rotates on an axis. At some point, somebody's going to be over here, standing yeah, up, right side up. Yeah, yeah, but their head is going to be pointing down. The, no, the, no, the down is towards the center of the Earth. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's a clip. That's a clip right there. Yeah, that is a clip. Where I don't have anything spherical. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But you have a person down. here standing up with their head up here. 
And the person standing uh-huh. here, where's their head? Yeah, but then if you're that person, down is is towards the ground. But only because of gravity. You could be upside down yeah, right now. Okay. You would have no well, way of knowing it. Oh, sorry, but gravity's there. I don't know what to tell you. I can't take that away. Only because only because of this one law of physics. Well, yeah. Well, it's there, and there's nothing we can do about that. So, until you get rid of that one pesky law of physics, uh, we're stuck with saying down is towards the ground. Miss Justice, say what? Ossiani, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> right, exactly. See, Ossiani, not upside down right now. She's she's standing on fo- solid ground, and down to her is. The, I understand the that, but you know the Earth is round. On it, you're going to have opposite sides. Yeah. So. Sure. So if if the tip of my finger is a head and this is your somebody's going that. to be upside down. They're not upside down though. They Unless are. You turn your finger this way, turn one of your fingers that way. I understand what you're saying, but that is only upside down. They're only upside down because you of have to think, gravity. Huh? Right, but you have you have to think a little wider. Think zoom out because once you do that, you realize you that everybody's pulled in the same direction towards down, towards the center of the earth. And where everybody's everybody's right side up unless you're standing on your head. Uh, <clears throat> Mic drop. Uh, the earth, as we know it, uh, has gravity. So if you have gravity all around the globe <laughs> listen jackass down is towards the center of the world all right here's the goddamn lyric i'll bring it up for you yeah I'm, I'm not doubting that the lyric says that the lyric is beautiful i believe i'm not saying uh, suddenly right. dave matthews is a, is a scientist <laughs> it's crazy thinking knowing that the world is round and here i'm dancing on the ground am i right side up or upside down He's right side up. Well, there's your answer. <laughs> you're always right side up? No. Unless you're standing on your head. <clears throat> Janine knows what I'm saying. Your, it, I know what you're saying, but it's incorrect. That's all I'm saying. But it's only correct because it's because of gravity. Yeah. Only because of that thing that counts. It still counts. You know, the sky is, you know, only blue because it's blue. Okay, well. All right. Okay. Let me let's do the <laughs> Hang on a second. God damn it. No, I get what you're saying. To us, the person on the other side of the globe is is upside right. down. You acknowledge that. Okay. So we've made okay. Yeah, All right. I get that. Okay. So here but we are. They're here we not are. upside down. Here we are. This guy everybody's right saying. side up, right? The tip of the pens here are the heads. Everybody's right side up. Everybody's right side up. Okay, if I eliminate the earth and put them next to each other, is one pen upside down or are both of these yeah. pens right side up? If you eliminate that pesky thing called Earth, yeah. If you take away this huge factor, then sure. Every Just comment on the down. shapes. Just comment on the shapes. Is yeah, one of these pens up- right side up and the other one upside down? If we're all floating in space, then yeah. One's upside down, one's right side up. <laughs> but you take away that, you know, that major thing called Earth, then, then yeah, you have a point. But when, when, if you get rid of the Earth and gravity, then you win. But until you do that. <laughs> And we're still on the same page. Right, listen, we all can't all write Master of Puppets, okay? 
That's, uh, that's all. That's my whole point. That's all this was leading to. Let's get back to the the second heartthrob of my life, besides Dave Matthews, and that's Pedro Pascal. Okay. Anyway, I watched him and John Favreau eat food. They put an American food next to like a Chilean food, and let the two of them like comment on it. And Favreau's kind of a fat fuck, so he was like, "Everything is delicious." But uh, the Chilean food was the winner, I think, almost every single time. Like they put like a beef patty up against like a Big Mac, and it's like, well, of course, the fucking empanada is going to be better than the, yeah, yeah. But I watched the whole thing, and I was like, this guy is just electric. He's like, he's intoxicating, mesmerizing. Yeah, I think I got a little crush Uh, on him. I don't know what's going on. That guy's the man. He's. And you don't want you don't even watch the Mandalorian, right? No, he's great in it. I mean, he has a he has a helmet on through the entire thing, but it's him. And you guys are missing the biggest one, which is Game of Thrones. Frankie didn't watch it, but he was in that. He was in Game of Thrones too. Yep. Holy uh, shit, he's been in a lot of big things. I couldn't stand Game of Thrones. I watched the first five episodes. Like, I was like, oh yeah. Oh god, you're such a I liberal. know, and I'm into that stuff. No, no, no. I'm into the Lord of the Rings. I know you are. That's why it's weird that. that you don't like that. It was so <clears throat> boring and slow for the first five episodes. I'm like, I, I'm sure later on there's gonna be dragons and crazy shit, but I can't right now. Little known fact: the guy on the airplane next to Frank was writing a Game of Thrones block. That's why he got so mad. That's why I made him stop. I, but yeah. I set the whole Game of Thrones movement back by a few hours because i told him to stop writing mm-hmm. there you go um he was in narcos too everybody says narcos was unbelievable i never saw that one i think that's on netflix too i might look at that next just because i'm running out of stuff to watch and jerk off pedro pascal too me um, too put him on the list for me jay sabs where is he in the hotness like Oh, he can get it. Well, I, clearly I see that, but give, give me obvious. like, is it too too early in his his run to to put him like top five, top ten of all time? Is he like top fifty right now and and climbing with a bullet? Like as they used to say in the old music business, it's he's number twenty with a bullet. He's top ten for me, but he's only forty seven. If he was ten years or twenty years older, he'd probably be top three. Okay. He looks, he looks older mm-hmm. in. Uh, he does look in older. The Last of Us, because his his hair is yeah. is a little grayer, and I I don't know if they did that or if that's his hair, but I think that maybe they added that. I really want to know what his Starbucks drink is, though. There you go. Uh, he's on the street coming out of Starbucks. Some crazy girl stops him, makes a TikTok with Me. him. People are obsessed with him, so they zero in on his little the little label they put on the Starbucks drinks yep. to see what he has. I thought JSAB's Starbucks order was crazy. Give me your Starbucks order, JSAB's, for people who don't know. It's usually four shots of espresso over ice, caramel drizzle. Okay. You'll be happy to know that you and Pedro would get along very well because <gasps> Pedro has an almost identical drink to you Except he goes six shots of espresso over ice. Oh, God, I just came. Damn. That'll be the first for the week. Go ahead. That is a lot of espresso. Six shots of espresso. Four is a lot of espresso. Sometimes. One is too five. much. I will get five. Sometimes I will get five. Wow. If I'm really feeling it, but... um. Are you like bouncing off the walls after that? Uh, how well, how hyper are you after thing. drinking that? 
I'm really not though. I'm always you like that this. just just to get right. Yeah, it's true. Gotta get you fix. Mm-hmm. It's um. I had espresso once, like. I got it at like a a restaurant and I was like, I'll try espresso once. You know, it's very tiny. It's a little, I it just tasted like burnt coffee. And I was like, this is disgusting. I don't know how anybody is bitter and it's just gross. Oh, right. Am I wrong? It's bitter, right? It's bitter, bitter. but some people like oh. that. That's why people like, you know, that what the old Italians used to do was put the um, lemon peel in it to make Amaretto. it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, to make it less bitter, but oh, I love it. Put a lemon in it to a lemon peel. The lemon rind. Bitter? Rind. There you go. Yeah. Isn't like lemon one of the most bitter things on the planet? Some of us are immune to caffeine. I think I might be. I think you can you can kill your like it's one of those things where the more you drink it, the less yeah. effectiveness it has on you. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that yep. was like I with Jumpstart. Like I love the espresso blend because it was like that was like the bitter one that gave you the, mm -hmm. the the dark roast was like the chocolatey or the medium roast was the chocolatey one, which was good. But the, the espresso blend was like that was the shit right there. That was the good stuff. Ugh, so he does he drink it hot or iced? No, he drinks it iced. But I'm this. I'm oh, curious. God. <laughs> I'm curious to get your. I'm having multiples. <laughs> Oh god. No, because there might be something I'm gonna say something that might fuck it up. I want to get your impression on this. When you order it, when you order Starbucks, do you pick the cup size? Which cup size do you pick? Grande. Okay, he picks Venti. Okay. I don't know if you could uh, fit that small six into a no venti's bigger than the grande, right? Oh tall mm -hmm. is, is small. Do you and you get it over ice? Right, tall yep. is the small one. Regular ice, little ice, extra ice. What do you do? Um, I like less ice. He goes for extra ice. Is oh, that points, he does. That points okay. off. Does he lose a little? No, no, he can still get it. Okay, because I thought you were going to be like, no he's straw. a pussy. Fuck him. I can't do it. <laughs> pussy. Straw, straw or no straw? Straw. He doesn't appear to be holding a straw here. Oh, I'm so sure it's one Pedro. unless unless he was given a lid that already has a hole in it. And some people feel weird about asking for a, a straw on top of that. Yeah, that's true. I don't. He has got a huge head. Let me see him. Does He's he? got a fucking billboard head. Yeah, his head is way too big. You don't think? Yeah. Like if you have a head that size, you have to like cut like well, i have a big head and i like to i try and cut my hair to like make it a bit more aerodynamic he has like no one's no one's beating me you're talking about bow down for i am frank king no. uh, lord of the giants no but you don't have a giant like he has like a billboard like his is like a perfect block head yeah he does have a he does have a big head yeah, but and he no, wears his I, hair never... like out here and like long and squared off in the top corners. It makes it look worse. Yeah, I can never find a hat that fits me. I'm, I'm dead honest. Really? Never I'm in a store and I like a hat. I look at a hat. It does not. I have to go the largest size they got. It, it never fits. Hmm. 
Well, now you know how I feel when it comes to shirts and pants in general. So <laughs> don't feel so bad. <laughs> you know what I like to do? <laughs> That's funny. I would love to find out where he gets his Starbucks, get my Starbucks order, happen just to like bump into him or see him from across the street and just raise my glass to his. Like, you know how people like, are we are we coffee buddies? Yeah. Oh my god. Hey. <laughs> yeah, right. So is he uh is he married? Oh, that I don't know. I, yeah, I surprisingly I haven't really stalked him much yet. In my fantasies, he's not married and he's sexually confused. <clears throat> so am I. That's possible. Yeah. That's possible. He um I know he was on Hot Ones. He did Yeah. The I'm, I thing. was I'm waiting to see that. I'm waiting to see. That. I'm waiting to see that. I'm we're actually going to watch I it right never before me it. and my husband. You know, foreplay. Yeah, let's use hot ones I've as foreplay tonight, honey. <laughs> I've um, never watched an episode of Hot Ones. I can't do it. Really? It's just why? People eating into a microphone, and I can't. Oh, I don't think I'd be able to handle that. You make no sense. Again, the 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 walrus eating a. a carrot slop it away it doesn't bother you at all and but the hot one obnoxious me. it's the obnoxiousness that that bothers me it make it grosses me out when people do it do it loudly and have no regard for how loud they are Ugh. when a, an animal when animals do it, it i they can't control that they're not you know i'm not expecting etiquette from an animal it's it's all right i understand animals they don't have they can't close their mouths for the most part they're just chewing doesn't bother me a person's chewing very loudly and it's it's not like on purpose and like and it's just the way they chew it's like ugh, it's just gross i don't want to hear your food uh, um, my thing give me a look <laughs> okay. now, people i know people don't like my brother has that thing though too he can't stay when people chew or eat loudly and he will call you out on it in front of everyone Good. He just went, he just went up a notch in my uh, my standings. Mm. Um, I forgot oh. what, what I was going to say about Pedro Pascal. How hot is he in a relationship? Do we know? Oh, he's not. <clears throat> oh, is he? A, yeah, did you find out? Is he married? No. He's not married. Not on the market, he's going for sexiest man alive. I could tell. He's he's in Paul Rudd territory. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, Paul Rudd could get it too. <gasps> oh. That's surprising. Ant-Man. Mm, okay, here we go, J-Sabs. Rank these three for me. Paul Rudd, Pedro Pascal, and... Chris uh, Evans. Who? Chris Evans? He was the one of the recent Sexiest no. Man Alive. I was going to say, uh, he wasn't a Sexiest Man Alive, but um, Tony Stark. Who's the fucking Iron Man? Uh, Robert Downey Jr.? Robert Downey Jr., Okay, um, I'm gonna say Pedro's number one, Paul Rudd number two, and three is Iron Man. I don't okay. Think, uh, Go ahead, explain. I don't. I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is all that hot. See, I thought he was like an older, like distinguished gentleman kind of vibe. He's not old enough. I forget Frank. Well, he's who did, who than is the rest of them? Who is she like obsessed with that I, I can't remember? Uh, Ian McKellen? I have no idea. Okay, Ian McKellen or Pedro Pascal? <laughs> Ian McKellen. 
Who's old enough for you? I don't know. John Ham. John Ham. John Ham or Pedro Pascal. Oh, this is really tough. Mm, I'm going to have to go Pedro because he's new and exciting. <laughs> it's all just new and exciting right now with Pedro, right? Yeah. Um, Oscars are Sunday, but so is the series finale of <gasps> The Last of Us. Ooh. That came up. That- that took me by surprise after the, after the last episode. It said, "Stay tuned." You know, next week the season finale. Oh, me too. Really? Me too. Like, there's one left. So I hate when I know. I don't want to know. It's the end. I, I hate it. Oh. All right, predictions. Well, spoilers, everybody. Spoilers. Uh, predictions. What do you think is going to happen? Ew! Someone said David Cross. <laughs> David Cross. <laughs> oh God, that's funny. Um. Oh, I think he's What's playing. I think the, fuck Mary Kill, Gene Hackman. <laughs> Gene Hackman isn't Gene Hackman like a like a uh, not ninety three Gene Hackman, but regular Gene Hackman's kind of an attractive older guy though. No, you don't think so? I'm surprised. I think he would be like a older guy sex symbol with all the movies he and he's always like playing like an aggressive authoritarian kind of a character. Ooh, yeah, I, like I feel that. like he's he's always been old. Even when he was like thirty five, he was he looked he looked like he was sixty five. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I thought that would be appealing to her the the yes, older look. True. You know, that's true. All right, the Last of Us predictions. What do you guys think is going to happen on the last episode? Uh, the last I thought the last one was very good. It was uh, it was all it was all her. I, I don't remember her name. Um, Ellie, but I don't remember the actress's name. She was awesome in that. Um, so the goal, well, what's the goal? The goal is the goal is they're trying to get to, um, they're trying to move south to that, to a lab or something, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, with well, yeah, they were trying to get well, to the no Boston. No, no, they came from Boston. No, I thought that they if came you know from where Boston, they're they went... going. No, no they came, they left Boston. In the begin, the first few episodes, they were sure. Boston, and then they went all the way west to to uh, Wyoming, Oregon, Wyoming. Okay, and now his brother directed him south. He said, "You go south to along this highway, and it's a couple miles west of that, or something, and that's where the research facility or something is." The fireflies, go. yeah, the fireflies. So my prediction is. It's gonna, it's gonna be a battle to get there, and they're gonna find it's it's probably ruined. You know, it's in ruins. Yeah, I mean, it's probably mm-hmm. a predictable, you know, outcome. Right. But I'm sure there's be, gonna be some curveballs. But they're gonna get there. They're gonna be like, oh, we made it, and it's gonna be overrun, or it's gonna be a wasteland or something. Interesting, Jay Sams. Um, I kind of thought what Frank said, like either. It's ruined, or they're just going to try to take the girl and kill him. Who would? Oh, like the fireflies? Yeah. Why would... Um, why? I don't know. I just have a feeling. And then plus, I'm a, I'm a psychic, so... Mm. I think that <clears throat> they're going to get there. They're going to meet the fireflies. Everything is going to seem like... We did it. We made it. 
and then they're gonna get like a sneaking sneaking suspicion like oh is this are these really the fireflies or is this like fedra like what what's going on here as fireflies and then i think it's gonna end like that i think it's gonna end cliffhanger style like are they really safe oh because it's not gonna it's not gonna end you know it's not gonna be a happy ending where they they get there and they find the cure right because it's gonna because there's already another season planned right right so yeah or or they're gonna get there and discuss here's my b they're gonna get there and they're gonna discover they're in the right place it is the right people but the last four people like ellie who they tried to harvest their blood died didn't make it or the cure didn't work oh i also think that they're going to get a new leader and um he's going to have a big plane and every time he tries to walk up that plane he just trips he just can't make it up that plane without tripping that's that's <laughs> that's the six o'clock news you're confusing things oh shit you're right yeah yeah it's a whole different thing um like, what the hell is that i was trying to think of what movie that was i i'm i'll go back to i'm annoyed because i think if this was a one season show it would have been maybe one of the greatest shows ever but now they're going to wind up. How, how long are we going to hang? I know. Now? That's the whole thing. Four long, years? Yeah. Never know. Well, I, I feel like they're not going to do what The Walking Dead did is drag it out for 12 years. They're going to, I feel like, because a lot of these shows now are one or two seasons and they end it. So I mm-hmm. feel like this will be maybe a couple of more seasons and that'll be that. Because how much more can they do? They're going to drag it out. It's not going to be good after a while. Gonna be the same stories. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of how I feel. Like, how many times more can we get to a town and get ambushed? We've already like three or four in already. Right. That's that's the trouble. They're gonna come up with new reasons for them to travel. New reasons for like. They're gonna get to the camp and be like, the camp moved. (laughs) Camps in Boston. They're like, ah, fuck. We just came from. Just came from. Maybe they get a plane and they travel to like Europe. I don't know. What bugs me is so I got like I started to join a bunch of like Facebook groups and I don't know if I should tell you this. I don't. It's not a spoiler per se, but there was a second video game. Did you guys know yes. that? Mm-hmm. Okay, see, I didn't, I didn't know, know that. there was a second. I video didn't know. Game, no. Yeah, that annoyed me too. I was really annoyed. I didn't know there was a second video game. <laughs> Don't tell me anything about this. I don't know anything about it. I just stopped the groups. And I, I haven't looked at it in our chat right now because I don't want anybody spoiling anything for me. I'll read it after. Yeah, I don't want to know if it's the same characters or not. Don't want to know. Don't tell me anything. Uh, quickly here, Chris Rock and Will Smith, supposedly, as the story goes, yet another source, uh, spoke to E.T. and said Will Smith is very upset with Chris Rock on how he was treated during his comedy special. No. Oh, no. Oh, yes. the poor guy. Yes. He's very hurt. And they, he said that he's surprised Netflix even aired it, which is like it was a live thing. How would Netflix know? Um, I'm sure they knew his material before he went on, though. Two more things. People are talking about the fact that the Smith, the whole Smith family, you know, he's banned from the Oscars for 10 years. They might go to the Vanity Fair Oscar party, which is like the party that everybody goes to right Ooh. after the Oscars. Well, they're not banned from that. They could go. Yeah, that would be fucking weird, though, wouldn't it be? Probably. I would like that. Is Chris Rock going to be there? 
I don't know if Chris, I think he did. Well, he definitely declined hosting the Oscars. I don't know if he's going to actually go. Right. I mean, he's, I'm trying to think he's not in, I think he's in anything that came out recently. So, I mean, he could just be there just to go. He was there last year. What the hell? Uh, finally, the costs for the Oscars. Do you want to know how much it's going to cost approximately for the 2023 Oscars to go? Just to put, to go to the Oscars? How much does it cost to go? No, to just to put it on, just to actually oh. produce the Oscars. Uh, one mm-hmm. show, four or five hours. Uh, you factoring in all the, the awards and the gift bags and all that stuff. I'd say... 25 mil. They're estimating $56.8 million. I'll just say 50 mil and I cut it. What the hell? Do you want to hear some of the, you want to hear some of these costs? They estimate alone are like 50 grand each. Yeah. So this isn't an Oscar cost, but they're just going through all the, all the money surrounding the Oscars for an A-list actress to go to the award ceremony. They estimated it costs around $10 million. What? First-time attendees uh, spend esti- uh, approximately $266,000. Kate Blanchett, who is nominated for Best Lead Actress for TAR this year, set a record for the most expensive look ever in the Oscars in 2014 when her ensemble cost, uh, wa- her ensemble, her outfit, cost $18.1 million. What the mm. hell is that about? La- Lady now, Gaga... I'm sure she didn't spend that money on the on the outfit. I'm sure that's just what it costs. And the label gave it to her to wear. And I'm sure the, you know, I'm sure she didn't spend that money to buy Ooh. that dress or something, right? Yeah, Maybe. probably not. Lady Gaga wore a Tiffany pendant in 2019, which was valued at $30 million, the pendant alone. Um, yeah, that's again, they didn't, she didn't buy it. I'm sure they just gave it to her to wear. According to WalletHub, a win in the Best Actor or Actress category can mean a 20% boost in pay for the next film. Best Picture winners can see an average of $9.4 million uh, in an increase in their domestic box office sales. Um, the trophy itself, you know how much that's worth? Cool. An actual Oscar? Oh, I wonder. Mm, it's gold-plated. 30 grand. J-Sams? Mm, $500,000. $400. No, no way. <laughs> it's the least valuable thing That's in the whole area. Oh, I That's think it's, it's You know what, really... though? I, yeah. I could see that because they give out a ton of them. You know, if you, the best pick, you know, the producing, they everybody gets one, you know, like for the... It's like an Emmy. It's the same kind of thing, I guess. Mm. You want to know how much it is to attend the Vanity Fair party? How much? Like For a pair of tickets. Go. Just to go to the Vanity Fair party. Yeah. A pair of tickets cost $80,000. No way. Get the fuck out of here. I didn't think you had to pay to get in. Well, okay. So here's the thing. Um, Will Smith doesn't have to pay. Okay. But- Every fucking hanger on in Hollywood that wants to be at the party where Will Smith is, those guys, that's where they're making all their money off the people that want access to the celebs. Really? So the celebs who have that money 
don't pay paying, but the people who don't have the money have to pay well i mean they have the money too you're talking about like douchebag bankers and you know producers yeah. and all those if you're not famous enough to get an invite you can pay 80 grand and get in 80 grand holy crap I, we should throw a party for 40 grand a ticket right. you know, we'd have chips dips what do you want that's uh, crazy some, some snapple chips dips um the spread the annual the the italian era imagine um nice party when i go to a party and there's a hero on the table i'm like this is a good fucking party Mm. this party went up a notch yeah Yeah. italian hero any kind of hero mary chicken cutlet it's all good i'm not i have to say i'm gonna gonna say this and it's going to be a very bold statement I'm not a fan of the chicken colored hero. <gasps> mm. That is my least favorite hero. In, in, a, in a like a six foot hero or something. That that's my least because nine times out of ten, it's too dry. It's too dry of a sandwich. I feel just yeah. a big hunk of chicken in there. It's not, you know, I think as a podcast, we're making a real. I mean, I think we're speaking for the people right now. I know. Are we? I think that's a popular. These are popular opinions. I think so. I think I think you're both right. It is. I will eat it. I'm surprised at Chase Sab's take, but I agree with Frank. It is the least. I would probably rank it last mm-hmm. on the hero spectrum. Rank the heroes. Let's go. Who goes first? Ladies first. Go ahead. Only if I'm with Pedro. Um, That's your hero. I'm going to go Italian. Then I'm going to go American. And then chicken and, cutlet. Then chicken. Here's the thing with Why the chicken. Why are those the only three? Uh, I don't love. Um, I don't love chicken cutlets. I really don't. I rather grilled chicken than a chicken cutlet. But I also don't love a roasted red pepper. There, I said it. No, me too. I like me roasted too. red peppers. Those are good. I like those <laughs> on my Italian hero. That's good. Those are Audra makers. Uh, give me a tomato over a red pepper. Any yes. day of the week. Yep, same here. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think if you're ordering a sub for a, a hero for a party and you're going chicken cutlet and you do peppers instead of tomato, you're being inconsiderate to everybody. Yeah, because you want to give people uh, yeah. um, a heartburn the whole night. Exactly. Tomato, tomato is safe. People will love their roasted peppers more. You may score higher with certain people at the party. But tomatoes are safe across the board for everybody. Everybody likes a tomato. Then, then I don't play it safe with my heroes. You play it fast and loose. My, my hero, my heroes are bold. Well, my heroes stand out. That sounds like way. a t-shirt. Damn right. I, I just why are those don't the only three love. heroes though? It's it's either Italian, American, or some kind of chicken cutlet. I think your order is the same as Janine's though. Yeah, no, that's that's my same order. Italian's the best one, from in my opinion. Yeah, see, but they and I'm, should do other. Those are the only three, though. There should be other uh, varieties. I, you know, I do. You, you go to you go to a deli. There's fi- a wall of fifty sandwiches, but when it comes to a six foot hero, it's one of those three. Well, let's be honest. The chicken cutlet has only made it into the neighborhood the last couple of years. Yeah, that's true. You're Ten right. years ago, no, you couldn't get like a chicken I, cutlet hero. Nah, I feel like we were having chicken cutlet heroes. When we were teenagers, that whenever we went to a party, there was a no. hero. No, I think you're wrong there. 
It was always Italian and American. And they always used to have the little flag in them. So yeah. you'd know where they would change. Now now they fuck you up. And now you're like, yeah, damn, you is it Italian or is it American? Yeah. Now you gotta yeah. look at the sandwich and go, okay, I recognize these meats. Well, okay, before I go, there is this one hero that I got once. And Anthony, I believe you said you really liked it. I could be wrong. It is from a, an Italian specialty deli over here. Not the uncle one. And it is their most popular hero. It is grilled chicken, hot cherry peppers, fresh mozzarella, and some kind of lettuce, I believe. It is amazing. The way right. that they do it. Oh. It's good. And I said I liked it. It might have been yeah. good. I wouldn't go for hot cherry peppers, though. That's not my That's not my scene. It's very good on there. I yeah? Think. I dig that. that I don't, you'll have good. to get it again, again so we could try it. But again, it's a chicken cutlet. I mean, right? are there no other options? No, there's other options, but for what? You know, you're talking about mass appeal items. Like, those are basically the right. mass appeal items. I know, but I feel like as a society... What's the fourth, we haven't what's evolved. The fourth hero? We've got to come up with a fourth option for a hero. That's just, you know, it's one of three. And I, I, I think it's time for a change. In my administration, we would have... Is that what you're heroes. running on? That's what I'm running on. That's my platform. And you know, you know it's going to be a fucking veggie hummus one. Yeah, <laughs> now how do you feel? That's a good one. A little Ugh. roasted vegetables. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, okay, all right. first that's of all... Other option. That's the, when whenever you go somewhere and they have the deli tray of the wraps, the fucking veggie wraps are always the ones that are left last. Nobody fucking I eats the, that shit. I won't eat it if there's onions on it, but I'll eat the crap out of if there's portobello mushrooms and zucchini and all that stuff on it. The grilled, I'm in. That's crazy. Mm. That's good stuff. A little balsamic vinegar. Nobody eats that shit, I'm telling you. Nobody. Mm -hmm. I like the grilled vegetables. Those are good. Mm -mm. We need, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, we need a fourth hero option. Tuna? A Philly cheesesteak. Philly cheesesteak. Cheesesteak. That'd be good. Ooh, yeah, that would be good. But here's the thing, though. When you're delivering heroes, it's always like a Super Bowl day or graduation. It, it's a busy day. You can't keep a Philly cheesesteak hero warm the whole time. It's mm. no good. Yeah, it's got to be a cold hero. Those other heroes, they survive in room temperature weather no matter what yeah they got to sit out for a few hours on the table and they got to go well with the salads i got you and i gotta tell you i'm with paul here we don't need another hero i would run on the platform of we're gonna get rid of the chicken color hero i've had enough already we're eliminating oh you see now we can't that's that's i think i win the votes eliminating a hero giving less fewer <laughs> options what are you a republican i want to i want to go back Taking to traditional american values where there were just two heroes i want more options give us more and we you couldn't just decide one day you wanted to be another hero just because you felt like it you had two heroes to choose from no, that's it if you you want to you want a italian one great you want an american one great you want chicken cutlet great you want a vegetable one great anything your your world's your oyster give me another hero what's next Hummus heroes with pickles and potato chips, you sick bastard. If that's what the people want. It'll be out of control. It'll be anarchy. Well, I'm in. I'm in for it.
Next thing you know, we'll have illegal immigrants climbing over the wall, making their own heroes. It's out of control. We can't have it, Frank. That's Let's heroes. Bring them all in. Let's go. We'll have a big, <laughs> a big party at the wall. Let's go. Uh, here, let me go through some of these other numbers really quickly here. Annual Oscars goodie bag is valued at $200,000 these days. What the hell is in there? In 2021, an NFT of Chadwick Boseman was in one of the bags and reached $1.2 million in value. A 30-second spot on the Oscars costs $1.95 million, which is 72% less than a Super Bowl commercial. But this is the second most valuable television real estate in the land. There's no other thing. to sell a Chadwick Boseman nft i'm sure they had to get permission for that right yeah yeah i'm sure they did do you know how much it costs for them to install the red carpet outside the dolby theater installing the red carpet i'm not sure how big and how much area it takes up it's a big mamma jamma big right it's huge huge now that red carpet is not just the path that the people walk on it it does it go like where the press is too it comes out yeah, it's pretty wide, and it's got the thing over it, so that it's yeah. not, you know, it's big. I'd I'd say a, a million dollars. $24,000. Oh, what are you doing to me? Mm-hmm. All right, you're overselling it. 24000 All right, you ready for this? This is the first year since 1961 where there will not be a red carpet. It will not be the traditional crimson colored carpet. This year, it will be a champagne colored carpet. What? Drastic what? changes. Because last year, Chris Rock got slapped, and they just are trying to do the best they can to change things up. I see. I can see that. Who knows if, like a bull, the red just kind of got will all enraged to begin with coming into the place. Sure, sure, sure. Makes sense. Uh, now, is that like. What happens to that carpet? Like, is it just roll, thrown away? Do they store it somewhere? Like, is last year's red carpet in, like, a storage house somewhere? Or is that, like, recycled and gone? I would guess so. Yeah, I don't think you would. I don't think they just. They this is the same that. fucking thing every year. I don't think they buy you know a new what carpet. They should do what I would do. If I owned that red carpet, I put it out there, and I, had, I was responsible for taking it up and getting rid of it. I'd cut it up into pieces, and I'd sell piece of the red carpet you got this is a genuine certified from the whatever you know 2023 oscars this was a piece of the red carpet that's what hmm. that would be interesting so I mean, people would frame that put that up somewhere people will let you know big movie buffs or whatever sell it for what a piece like this six inches by six inches a little little square it. Who, what would you what would someone pay for that 500 bucks yeah, I'd say people do. Yeah, people would go for that. If I if I was in charge of the red carpet, that's what I would do. That I'd I'd make my money back in a minute, then some. You know, I could see be, that. Be, people are buying jerseys. People are buying yeah, dirt off a field. People buy yeah, exactly. People buy pieces of old stadiums. They buy props from movies. You know, imagine getting the red carpet from. Uh, from 19, you know, the, when the when the Godfather won. So oh, I got, this was the red carpet that Brand, you know, Brandon didn't walk on it, but some other people walked on it. Motherfucker didn't even show up. Uh, Derek show says, up. I'm a huge movie buff and I'm not paying $20 for a piece of red carpet. 
<laughs> but it's authentic. It has the certificate of authenticity. Mm. And it's about this big, and it's framed. Comes in a nice glass, nice frame. Maybe a little pic, a little photo of people on the carpet. I got a news for. I don't think you can sell a frame for twenty dollars these days. It sounds like you got a sixty dollar product right there. I'm, I'm telling you, well, with the frame, and the and the carpet. It's a thick frame. Bucks. Oh, five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks per per. Now it's more money. Half of, you know, maybe a six inch by six inch piece of carpet, red. Carpet. <laughs> Okay, but I got to be honest with you. I wouldn't want the plain one. I'd want something with like a stain on it or like a piece of gum stuck in there so I could be like, it's Tom Cruise's gum. See it? It's Tom Cruise's gum. It's John Voight's car. It's John Voight. <laughs> it's John Voight's teeth marks. <laughs> um, this year, the motion. Gregory Peck's bicycle. The Marvin Mandrell skateboard. Oh, sorry. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences has announced that they are going to have a special crisis team. Uh, to help avoid any similar situations to the Will Smith slap. I feel like that was a one-off. Yeah, I think so, too. We've been doing the Oscars for 80 years now or something. <laughs> That's never happened before. It's going to be probably another 80 years before something like that happens again. Could you imagine if every year we have a physical altercation between actors? That would be right. crazy. I'd watch. I'd, I'd start watching again. I would I just want to know what a what a film award show crisis team looks like. Like what, what is that? Cuz I feel like you could have just been like we got an extra security guard. Um or you could maybe have fixed this problem by saying the security guards we use to keep the psychopaths away from the celebrities, we've instructed them to stop the celebrities from committing a crime as well. And you wouldn't need a crisis team for that, man. I mean, is it like what? Like, if there were a if there was a crisis team at the previous Oscars, what would their job have been to? I guess to talk to Chris Rock and Will Smith and be like, let's settle this kind of thing. Like, like they take them backstage and they talk to them. Is that what oh, you the, mean? Like after the fact, the crisis team? Did? I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know how you stop that. He was. He, he was the front row, and he just walked right up on stage. What crisis team is going to stop that? Unless they're, unless it's like a concert where they have a row of security guards in front of the stage. Mm. There's no one stopping that. The only crisis team that could have stopped this from happening would have been Doc Brown and Marty McFly hopping in that car and going back a number of years and stopping that devil of a woman from blowing her son's friend behind Will Smith's back. There's a there's a missed opportunity for a sequel. Yeah, that's the crisis team I'd hire. Back <laughs> to the Future Four, stop the slap. I'm in. Color me twenty bucks later. I'm in. Do you think? Do you think Jada got up and was like wiping her mouth and was like, "Is this a gray sports almanac? What the fuck is you know?" <laughs> that'd be a hell of a plot twist. I'm telling you. You'd sell more than I'm selling my the red carpet for. I think so. Uh, Bill Kramer, who's the CEO of the Academy Awards, says we have a whole crisis team, something we've never had before, and many plans in place. We've run many scenarios, so it's our hope that we'll be prepared for anything that we may not anticipate right now, but that we're planning for just in case it does happen. 
What does that look like? All right, let's play it back. What if Angelina Jolie slaps the shit out of Jennifer Aniston? John, where do you go? Like, what are they doing in that auditorium yeah. right now? How how many minutes do we let go by until we step in and stop it? <laughs> I'm I'm saying three. We let it go for three, and then we jump in. That's three's max. Oh God. I mean, it's fucking, it's like insane. It's fucking insane. Like how, what are they, what, what are they preparing for? I'm picturing two guys. This is the crisis team. Two guys. One is that face that smiles. And one is the face that frowns. (laughs) And there's your crisis team. That's the crisis team. And they're just standing off stage like this. (laughs) Which one do you want to talk to? Oh God. It does it doesn't make any sense to me i mean it doesn't make i guess sense. it's i i guess it's a tamper the drama down kind of team something happens they come in and they squash it but it's a room full of actors know. there is not a greater concentration of drama than at a film award show like even a high school play drama. can't compete with the amount of drama at the oscars it's impossible I, yeah, unwarranted drama, you know, drama like a slap, a physical assault kind of drama. I mean, do you screen people on the way in? Like, okay, have you stepped out on your significant other in the last three years? And if they're like, uh, no, if they take too long to answer, do we sit them in a special section? Are there where there there are more crisis team members? You know, in the in the area, are they in the crowd? Or are they backstage? Are they like the air marshals and they're just hidden among the... Do we deputize Pedro Pascal to be the fucking... I think think some of the seat fillers are going to be secret people. There you go. There you go. People are going to be like, did you see the seat filler that that was there? Fucking six foot tall, 225 pounds. Guy was a fucking linebacker. He's packing. He's ready to go. What if somebody starts heckling Jimmy Kimmel? Then what do we do? Does the crisis team snap Uh, into... What? Yeah, does that qualify as a crisis? Would be for Jimmy Kimmel. That's what I'm saying. Stops the show. What if Jimmy Kimmel lays down for a bit and a minority person is accepting an award? Do they drag him off the stage then? Is that a crisis? Someone should. So, yeah, I, honestly, <laughs> even, that's, if that's he, about, even if yeah. you put that particular actress on the map, I don't know. But uh, I don't know. I guess on a serious note, like if there's like a I don't know. Remember when uh, Adrian Brody went up there and kissed and made out with what's her, with. Uh, what's her name? When he won, he the person presenting was Holly Barry. Oh, OK. He kissed. I don't remember that. And he went up there, and he just and he planted one on her, caught her off guard. Now is that a crisis team moment? Is Barry, do you, are you all right? Do you need you know? Is there, what do we do? Do we step in? Yeah. Because that's you know an unwanted, unwarranted kiss. I'm sure she didn't. Maybe she. I don't think she okayed it, but who knows? If she didn't okay it in advance, I would say definitely. Uh, a call to the crisis team, Me Too division right. of the crisis team. 
Exactly. Yeah. Do you think they have a Me Too division and a slap division and a spilled cocktail division just to kind of make sure they're covering all the bases? Tide pen division. I think I think they have a I think it's just one group of people. Here's your general instructions. You see a crisis, we squash it. That's that's their that's their deal. Yeah. Uh, Bird has a good idea. Is the crisis team cueing the music? That's that's a good, you know. Hmm. setting the whole thing together. What if somebody flips out? That's that is always there's always the they play somebody out and then they get mad about it. That always happens every single year. There's always a, a play out and then people are like, you know, they should they should have really given that person a chance to to have their say and it's like every time there's never I don't think there's ever been a speech that I can think of where someone went that was too long of a speech it's always too either too short or just right too short because it got cut off or they did it right um there's never oh. someone that's like that that just went on and on forever that there's been a couple yeah there's been a couple really yeah there's been a couple too where they're like you can play the music all you want but i'm i'm doing my thank you and then everybody's like yes yes but then, then they shut the, the lights and the music and the, <laughs> the microphone goes back into the stage but the same thing happens every year and it's the show's four hours and it's way too long. And then it's also like, why didn't we let the sound direction editor go up and accept their award? This isn't fair. And it's because nobody gives a fuck about the sound editor. That's why. The amount of awards we don't see, there's a lot of them. There's, if we Tons. Showed, yeah. If they showed all of them, we'd be there all day. Yeah. And they're like, why didn't we get the foreign, you know, the foreign film costume director off? Because because we don't like minorities. Okay, is that what you want to hear? It's, it's not, just too fucking long. We can't have all the shit. It's long, you know. Billy Crystal should have come. I remember that. Did you see the bit with uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Billy Crystal? Recently, no. Yeah, they did like a promo for the Oscars. It was it was pretty funny. It was like two minutes or something. I think I guess he did it on his show, Jimmy Kimmel. It was him. He walked into the room just like in Maverick, in Top Gun Maverick, and John Hamm is sitting there. He's like, "All right, we called you in. We needed your help." Blah 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 blah. He goes, "You sure you, you didn't want it like this guy?" And Billy Crystal walks in. He's like, "Oh no, it's all yours." You know, something like that. That's funny. Yeah, it was good, but uh, I every one of them that Billy Crystal did was entertaining. I would let Billy Crystal host this award show every single year until the day that he collapses on the stage and dies. Agreed. There was never a better host than him for the Oscars. Yeah, he made it. He made it entertaining. You wanted to watch the Oscars. You looked forward to it. You, you're like, what is he going to do? You know, it wasn't controversial, but it was entertaining. Right. He knew what he was doing. It was funny. In fact, and like they used to go, remember when there was like a run on the late night host, like they let Letterman do it and they let Conan do it. Now it always defaults to Kimmel because it's on AB. Like they won't promote another late night show. They just give it to Kimmel now because it's like, yeah. you know, we'll just give it to Kimmel. Like they wouldn't go to another funny, you know, host to do that. But I would love, I mean, I would love another. They just need to go back to comics, you know, like David Spade or somebody to shake it up. The problem is, is Ricky Gervais ruined that for everybody because they don't like to get called out at these fucking shows. Yeah, and that's it turns all these... into, yeah, it turns into that. 
Yeah, that's all these comics will do. Um, the there's a podcast that I got murdered by a stalker, but we just don't have enough time for that oh, story, dude. Frank. That's we were talking about stalkers the other on the other sh- uh, two shows ago or a show ago, and uh, that's terrible. So, like yeah. in their house or something. I don't know. I was too afraid to read the article, but I'm sure we have nothing to worry about. Ugh. I hope not. Could you imagine if podcast hosts just started dying? Oh, and the mysterious Chinese worms. Let's let's do that before we're done. Oh, yeah. What the hell? People can't. They don't know if it's. OK, so the people who are saying it's actual worms believe that it was like a heavy wind that sucked up these worms into the atmosphere and they just just started falling down. So it is a worm NATO. Other people are saying it's not worms, that it's the poplar flowers that comes off a tulip tree. I could see that. Uh, is there a video? We, can we see it? Um, There's not. Let me see. There's photos. Can we see the photos? Yeah, I'm, I'll give you the photos. They're all like... They're all... On the screen or you got to put them in the chat? I got to put it in the chat. Suck. They're all, um, whatchamacallit, they're all, like, sticking to the cars. Like, it definitely looks alarming. Yeah, I got to see this. Mm, okay, here's a video. Here, I'll give you guys this one. doop a doop doop copy. By the way, don't forget to become a member. Um, yes. It's great to see new members, like, joining every single day. I think I misspoke last episode. Rhoda joined, and I thought she was already a member. Was not. Oh, that's a new member from Rhoda. Oh, very good. Welcome. New member. Uh, so appreciate that. But yeah, it's in Lo- Lo- Liaoning, China. All right. And it's I'm just. It up here. It's a weird. It's in the chat, so everybody can take a click and take a take a view of it. What's alarming is you don't really see like the worms like squirming or moving, but they are stuck to the sides of the car. Ooh. So I don't know. Yeah, that looks like. I mean, that's big. There's video. Yeah. They are covered in those cars are covered in in these things, and there's like dudes walking around in 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 with it umbrellas. Looks like. It looks like parts of you know those. Uh, it looks like I've seen like pieces of tree like that before. Like in the in the fall, you see this kind of thing. I don't think it's worms. It's weird though. It's definitely weird. Definitely, it looks like worms because it it doesn't look like I was picturing. All right, small tiny little worms because what kind of wind could pick up a big? I thought it would be a small little thing, but these are big. It looks like they look like sausages. Um. But uh, it, it I, to me, if I had a guess, I would say it's like those tree, you know, it, it looks like something that comes off a tree. Mm. That's my guess. That's my guess, too, because I think we'd see the things like squirming around if that wasn't the particular case. Yeah, they look pretty still. All right, big dog. Uh, shout out to Miss Justice for just being on the ball today, putting a link up for the memberships. I like seeing nice. that. Join up, people. You'd love to see it. Um, Roseanne was on Alex Jones. 
I didn't, you know, I didn't see. I saw Roseanne, Alex Jones, and shit. Who's the comedian that I like? It's a fat gay guy. God damn it. Ah, it's losing me. But I guess they did a podcast together, which I mean, I can't even. That, that to me, that's like a trifecta of like, you know. I don't know if I would go near uh, Alex Jones, even Tim Dillon. Is Tim Dillon is very funny, very very funny comedian. I don't know if I would go near Alex Jones He's even as a goof. So it's a pretty ballsy yeah. move from Tim Dillon. Um, I but wouldn't go near him or Roseanne. I would go near Roseanne. I I don't think there's anything wrong with Roseanne. I don't. What did she get canceled for again? I forget. Does anybody remember? Not a Nazi talk. I think. No, it wasn't Nazi talk. I think she said. I don't know. She confused somebody's race or something, but she was all hopped up on Ambien. I mean, who hasn't done that, Frank? Sure enough. <laughs> who hasn't all got a little riled up on Ambien? Remember, there was a time where everybody was like, I took an Ambien and woke up and started saying some crazy shit. And everybody was like, that's what Ambien will do to you. They were they were forgiving those Ambien rants for a little while. Um, But Roseanne didn't Maybe. make it. But well, it broke really my bad tweets, I think. I don't know what they were. Yeah, it broke my heart that she had to do a special on Fox Digital. That's a, that's the lowest of lows. Like, just hang hang for a little while longer, and then Netflix will have you back for sure. Um, but that's it. That's all we got. We've run out. That's of the show, folks. Have that's a good weekend. Show. Yes. And uh, make sure you become a member. Become a member, super important. Um, there is a fifty-fifty chance that uh. I will do a recap for The Last of Us after the season finale. I don't know if you want to join. We haven't discussed. I'm thinking about it. Maybe I might just watch the Oscars and get drunk. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It's a possibility. Um, It's all possible. And it's all happening. And I love you all. So have a wonderful weekend. Appreciate the shares and the likes and the subscriptions and the memberships. And we'll see you. Yo, potato salad. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead. Ah. Uh.